Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Coffee and Chill with Veronica. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. I know I say this in literally every single episode, but I really do um, hope that everyone is doing well. I know the holidays are coming up. Um, Christmas is four days away. Christmas Eve is three days away. And I am so ready for the holidays. Um, I am sure that I have said this many, many, many times on here, but I love Christmas. I love the holidays and it's finally here, which I am so ready for because this has been one intense year. Um, but yeah, Christmas is this week. I'm almost done with my Christmas shopping. I have like two little things that I have to get, um, but so ready to spend time with family, to really just enjoy my time off and um, celebrate with my lovely family. Um, today at work, we actually had our like Christmas little lunch thing going on. We had like a potluck and um, my coworkers and I were actually talking about, um, you know, growing up in a Hispanic household and, you know, how our parents raised us and, um, you know, how we would get like spankings back then and stuff and, you know, how it's so different and looked upon so differently now. And, you know, our, uh, generation and our, um, culture now, it's just not the same. So we got into this conversation and I was just thinking about how this would be such a good topic to really talk about on here. Um, and I just seen this post on Facebook not too long ago talking about, you know, breaking generational curses. And that has really stuck on me because I, that is exactly what I want to do. And I'm going to sit here, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that my family um, traumatized me or didn't raise me correctly. I love my family. And obviously I am a firm believer that you're going to raise the way that you were raised unless you break these general generational curses. Obviously, clearly, I mean, I, I really don't see how people don't understand that. Like I do not blame my parents for anything. Obviously I love my parents, but um, you know, everybody comes from the way that they were raised, obviously. So I'm not going to sit here and you know, judge my parents for anything or the Hispanic culture, because that is how they were raised. These are their beliefs, their traditions, their just ways to live by. And so that is how most people or how Hispanics or, you know, a lot of people uh, end up raising their own kids. And so I was just thinking, you know, how I really do want to break this generational uh, curse for um, my my son and my uh, family, you know, I don't want to do things, you know, how a lot of Hispanics do it, how um, things are looked upon in our culture. Um, I want to raise a son who is respectful, who's generous, who um, is kind, who's giving, who can do the same work that a woman does, um, you know, just little things like that. I want to raise a good husband, you know, um, a husband that I would want to have. I want my child to be like that. So seeing that post about breaking generational curses, like it, I really was like, this is such a good topic to talk about. And with this conversation that my coworkers and I had today at work, I'm like, Ooh, girl, I would love to talk about this. So 
I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember exactly how the conversation started. I think um, it was like about spanking, like, you know, spanking your kids or whatever. And I remember, obviously, my parents would spank us, not anything like intense or whatever. Um, But we would really get a good spank Um, if, you know, we did something wrong or whatever, you know, for punishment, like we'd get a spank. And and, um, one of my coworkers was saying, you know, how her dad really like was serious about, you know, punishment and spanking and like belt and all of that. And this is so typical for Hispanics, especially back then. Like I think more so back then than now do they use like pull out the belt, but you know, that's like a Hispanic thing that we really talk a lot about that we like joke about. Like, you know, like we're always saying stuff like that, like, oh, he's going to take out his belt, you know, and hit you or whatever. And a lot of these things now are obviously looked upon as child abuse now probably. Um, but you know, back then I feel like our parents were just like, whatever, you know, um, and not here saying that my parents were abusive because they definitely were not. Um, but, uh, my coworker was talking about how her dad was like hardcore with that. Like you did something wrong, you know, you got your, um, spanking or, you know, hit with the belt or whatever. Um, and, I think that obviously Americans and different cultures, obviously like they spank or whatever. Um, This isn't just like a Hispanic thing, but we really got into the topic of how like Hispanics are, especially like our Mexican culture because we're all Mexican there are the three coworkers that we're talking and our manager obviously is American. And she kind of got into it because we were like talking about how, you know, how Hispanics can be super like sexist and have this image of a woman being, you know, serve and have everything ready for your husband, wash, clean, cook, um, and not work and just be like there for them for everything. And I have seen so many situations. I mean, obviously I've even gone through some where I've like felt that way or, Um, I don't know. I just think I don't want that, you know, really for, for my child. I don't want my child to think that because he is a man, he doesn't have to cook. He doesn't have to clean. Um, he doesn't have to help around. He doesn't do the same duties that his wife would or whatever, you know, like I really truly want to raise a good husband one day, you know, with that, well, that's my child. Like I want to raise him to be a good husband one day. And I don't want like all of these little things that, um, Hispanics or, you know, the Hispanic culture sees as, um, and I love my culture. You guys, like I, obviously I love being Mexican. I love my Hispanic culture, but there are some little things that really trigger me when I see them. Um, I don't really think I've talked about this a lot on here, but there was, um, a point in my life, um, that I was living in Mexico or, you know, coming back and forth from Mexico. Um, and I really got to see an entire different world, like actually living there. I mean, obviously I'd go and visit, you know, for two, three weeks with family and stuff, but I never really paid attention to little, little details. And I was able to see how they, how men see their women and how men can treat their women um, and, and, and kind of see them as like, 
you know, they have to be perfect, have food perfect. Like, I don't know. I just, it made me so sad to see how some of the women were treated there. Like, this food is trash. Make me something better. Serve my dad. Or, you know, you can't sit down until we're all served, until our plate is like perfect, or you're not going to work because you don't need to have your own money. Like, I'm going to provide for you. Like, you know, that's a lot of kind of sexism there, you know, like feeling. And I, I, when I would see this, I would just kind of wonder like, what is going on through her mind? Like she totally thinks that this is like 100% okay and normal to be told to do these things. Like if she was some sort of servant. And, um, I remember before I went, um, they had told me like, oh, you know, they're kind of like this. Um, I don't want you to think like, you know, I'm going to be like this or whatever, but, um, they talk to their women like that or you know don't like freak out when you see somebody like talking like that and I guess it was kind of like I was like whatever about it but when I saw it I was like this is insane and I think in today's generation like women are bossing up like women are independent women can provide someone men can even make more than their man like women are not seen that way really anymore. Um, but I think it takes a lot, especially in the Hispanic culture to get to that level, to be able to be like, you know, I can be this as well, or I can do this as well. And if he can do it, she can do it. Um, but one of my coworkers was saying, you know, how one of her, I think it was her aunt, I don't really remember. Yeah. Her aunt or something, um, would be like outside in the front porch and like her grandpa would be like, or her dad would be like, what are you doing? Like, who are you waiting for? What are you like? I just feel like they build up this like guilty conscience in you that make you feel like you're always doing something wrong. And from my personal experience, I have kind of felt this way about my own dad, like the way that he sees certain things and feels about certain things like um I notice a lot of Hispanics will be like especially with kids and stuff like oh he can't you know play with a Barbie he can't play with a Barbie because then you know um that's not okay that's not normal like he can't do that he can't be doing that and um I know a lot of people will understand this and get it especially if you're Hispanic and you know you've gone through or seen it yourself um I don't see anything wrong with my child playing with the doll. I don't see my anything wrong with my child liking the color pink. Like it doesn't exactly mean anything. And if it did, there is not a problem for me personally. Um, but I feel like that is how, like, I don't know how that is how some of the Hispanic culture and Hispanic parents portray things. Like they just see everything as you have to do this this way. You have to, this is tradition. This is tradition. Like, um, what is everybody else going to think about if you do this? And um, I think that really triggered a lot of my decisions in my life because the first thing that I would think about is, what is my dad going to say? What is my dad going to think? Um, my dad's going to be super upset with me. Like, I, I couldn't even feel like I could talk to him about certain things because I feel like I'd get 
judgment more so from him saying like, oh, you know, the family's going to think this of you or the family's going to say this about you or, um, you know, you have to uh, be with your man no matter what you're dealing with or what you're struggling with. Like you have to um, be there for him through everything, you know, like even if you're whatever, like things like that really do trigger me because I'm like, there is no way that somebody's mind could be more focused on what other people think than your own well-being. And that can kind of be upsetting and, um, I don't know, like kind of sad when you think about it. Like it's really crazy when you sit down and think the things that um, I feel like our parents really think about, our parents focus on. Um, and this does not go to say that everybody's parents are like this. I just feel like some parents can be like this and they're this way because of the way that they were raised. Of course, like everybody's going to go with the beliefs that were brought upon them, you know, that they grew up with in their childhood and all of that. But I don't know, guys, I just like, I sit down and think a lot about how I want to do things differently, how I don't, how I really want to be there for my children, for my son. Um, I only have a son, but you know, my future children, if I have any more, um, how I really want to be there for them through everything, like the things that I was missing. I, I really felt like for the most part, I couldn't open up about certain things with my parents, especially my dad. Like I, I love my dad and I talk to him and everything, but we don't have like the best, best relationship. We were never really close. I feel like my dad um, lacks a lot of um, affection, like being able to show affection. Um, I feel like recently I've seen a huge like change in him to where he's able to communicate with us a lot more, to talk, to, you know, conversate. But I really didn't have a lot of that um, from my dad growing up and I want to be able to break that and um, give my son what I lacked, you know, in my childhood. I obviously was able to talk to my mom and stuff and, you know, tell her certain things. But um, like even one thing that I remember a lot um, was opening to my mom, opening up to my mom about like birth control and stuff like that. Like, um, everybody in high school was like getting on birth control. And obviously this one's a hard one, you guys, because this all breaks down to like religion and, um, a lot of little details, um, like that and, you know, how it's wrong and this and that. Um, but I remember bringing it up to my mom. And at this point, like I didn't even have a boyfriend. Like I was young. I hadn't even done anything. And I just like brought it up to her and she was like, absolutely not. Like, no, no, no. Like that is wrong. You can't do that. Like you can always say no. And you know, a lot of my friend's parents were like, I guess a little bit more realistic, like, okay, you know, she has boyfriend, like, obviously it's going to happen. They have these like sex conversations with them and like open up about that stuff, go to the doctors with them. Like, but I personally never really felt like I could open up to my mom about these things because I felt like I'd get some sort of judgment or the like traditional things would come out like, no, you know, you need to do this. You need to do that because this is the way that we had to do it. Or this is the way that things are right. Like this is how it's supposed to be and just certain things like that. And it's like, I don't know, like it's all, it all really comes down to tradition. 
Another example that I have is um, my family was obviously raised Catholic. Um, I went to a Catholic church all my life up until I was 22, I think. Um, like about two years ago, I decided like I'm not, I don't feel comfortable here. Like I'm not learning anything. I, actually, I don't even know why I said two years ago. I literally started going to a Christian church this year. Um, I had gone to one before, like maybe two years ago, and I really liked it, but I was too afraid to open up to my parents about this. Um, just kind of like fearing the judgment, the um, anger that they'd have about it. And um, I remember opening up to a friend about this and they were like, I don't understand. Why would your parents be mad about you going to church? And I'm like, because it's not what they were raised with it's not what they're comfortable with they want to see me where walking the same steps that they are and again i don't blame my parents for this whatsoever i made the decision to do my own thing to go with what makes me happy and to uh you know find a place where i'm learning where i'm growing where i believe and where i am learning just all of these new things and uh, growing a relationship with God because that's all that it really is to me having that relationship with God, knowing how to read my Bible, learning, growing, um, feeling at home and feeling God's presence. That is what it was all about to me. And where I was before, you know, in the Catholic Church, again, I'm not going to sit here and say anything wrong. It just wasn't my place and my comfort. I did not feel comfortable. It is what I was raised with my entire life. I got baptized. I had my first communion, my confirmation, all of that in the Catholic church. Um, but everything was because of tradition. Nothing was me actually like learning and wanting to do really anything. I, I It got to the point where I didn't even want to go to church. Where I'd be like, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go to church. And I don't really think I've opened up a lot about this, but I even got married in a Catholic church, again, because of tradition. And um, I just feel like, I feel upset about that, like extremely upset. And when I open up to a coworker that um, went through all of this with me, I mean, from the beginning, she was like, I was able to see how you kind of felt the pressure to do things this way. And when I sit down and really think about it, that's exactly what it was. I felt a huge pressure to leave my house as a married woman to, you know, not go and move in with a boyfriend like everybody else was doing. I felt the need and the pressure to get married through the Catholic church and leave my house as, you know, a married woman, like traditional ways. Again, this is their beliefs. I'm not in any way like bashing my parents or anything. I know that they always want the best for me truthfully, but that is just their thoughts and, and how things were back then and how things, um, you know, what, what they believe is right. And so I did that and I was able to see, you know, down the line, it's really not what I wanted to do. This isn't this isn't what made me happy. And 
And it's okay. And it's okay. And that's exactly why I'm sitting here talking about breaking generational curses, because I don't ever want to force one of my children to do anything that they don't want to do because it's what I want them to do. I want to be able to have that trust with my son, Sebastian. And I'm obviously referring to Sebastian because it's the only child that I have. But I want to be able to sit here and be like, talk to me. Tell me your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, your plans. Like, I want to hear all about this. And I don't even know why I'm getting really emotional right now. But I just feel like I lacked a lot of that in my childhood. I love my parents to death. But not being able to like talk about things like that with them. Like even when I see, you know, other girls have an amazing bond, an amazing relationship with their father. And now this isn't really like a Hispanic thing because I've seen many cousins, many friends, um, people that I know have amazing relationships with their dad, even more so than with their um, moms, Hispanic moms or whatever. But I lacked that affection and that attention you know from my father um, because he can be very machista like if you're hispanic you obviously know what that word means um but you know they were raised to not cook to not clean woman has to do all of these things you have to leave your house as a married woman you can't go on a trip with your boyfriend because then you have to marry him like all of these kind of silly things that shouldn't be and i don't want for my child to grow up with my daughter to think like, oh, you can't do this because this is not okay in the Hispanic culture. This is not, you know, you have to get married. You have to, you can't go on this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Um, you have to go to this church. I don't, I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for their future. I, again, I want to be able to talk to them, to conversate, to to just really be there for them, to show them the love and affection that they deserve and to um, show them that whatever makes them happy, I am going to be all for it as long as it's safe, as long as I am able to be there through them, whatever it is, you know, if they want to go to college, if they don't like whatever their plan is, I want to be there through the way walking with them because you guys, we learn through our mistakes. We learn through our situations. We learn through everything. Again, with me opening up about, you know, getting married through the Catholic Church and all of that. Again, I want to do an episode on all about that, you guys, um, divorce and all of that. But I just have a whole new mindset about the way that I want to be the way that I want to live my life. My parents have gotten a lot more comfortable, um, especially my mom with me going to a different church now. Um, but in the beginning, it was so hard, you guys. It was so hard to get them to understand that this is what makes me happy, that this is where I feel God's presence, that this is where I have felt God in my life more than ever. And I kind of feel like she's a little more, my mom is a little more comfortable with it now just kind of seeing you know how my life has changed my perspective and all of that after finding god and finding this church where i really feel his presence and i feel at home um so i think she's like kind of more accepting of it but it wasn't easy in the beginning you guys it wasn't easy and again it's all you know just our culture our tradition um you know the fact that in her mind, it was like, no, you have to be Catholic or you have to go to this church or it's wrong. You know, Catholicism, you know, this is the way that it has to be. 
And um, I don't know, I'm learning to do things and do uh, really do my way and what makes me happy um, with my life decisions and my just everything, really, everything that really goes on. Um, I don't want my child to feel like he can't grab a pink color or to, if he wants to play with cooking toys, a, a stove, a I don't know, like all of these things, I don't care. I don't care because his mind is so innocent. It's so pure. It's so clean. Like he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know. And that's one thing that I have told so many people. And my mom does agree with this. I've talked to my mom about this so many times where she's like, no, like if they want to dance, if they want to be silly, they want to put a hat on like a whatever they want to do, like, just let them be because they don't, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna say this word correctly, but dif different, like, see the difference, I guess, um, between, um, you know, what's for a girl and what's for a boy. Yeah, like, they don't grow up knowing, knowing that pink is for girls and blue is for boys. Like, they don't grow up knowing that. The way that you raise them is how they get to know, like, oh, I'm not supposed to like pink because that's not okay or I'm not supposed to play with the doll, or I can't watch any Barbie movies because that's not okay, or I can't grab a makeup brush. Like, I don't want him to feel scared or afraid of doing something because it's not what my tradition is or what I'm expecting him to do. So I don't know, you guys. Again, I love, I really do love my culture, but there are just little things like this that trigger me. Um, about the way that my parents were raised and their parents were raised. And it just really goes back down to, you know, generation on generation and um, how I want to do things differently for mine. So I truly, truly, truly just want to raise a family that, um, I don't know, doesn't really pay attention or uh, I don't, okay, I think I said that incorrectly, obviously pays attention to things, but doesn't really focus on those details of this is the way that it has to be. This is the right way of doing things, or this is how my mom and her, my grandma thinks that I need to do that. Like, you know, certain little things like that. Like, I don't want that for my children and my family. I want, you know, all of us to be equal, to be able to do all of these things. Even if my daughter wanted to go to, you know, welding school, like I'm not going to I'm not going to judge for something like that. Like, girl, you do whatever makes you happy. If that is your career choice, whatever you want to do in your life, I'm not going to sit here and be like, that is a man's job, you know? Because I mean, come on, we're almost in 2021. A woman can do a lot of the same things that a man can. A man can do a lot of the same women's that a, <laughs> a man can do a lot of the same stuff that a woman can. So I don't want to put that difference, that line, that uh, limit to my son or to my future children. Even like when I'm looking for my partner, you know, when my partner comes into my life, my future partner comes into my life. Um, and I don't want that person to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to sit here and, um, you're going to cook and you're going to clean and you're going to wash all my laundry. Like, no, absolutely not. Like, come on guys, we can really all do the same things. There should not be a limit to what a woman and a man can do. 
because of their gender. You know what I mean? Like I want my husband to cook for me um, one evening. You know, I want him to help me clean the house too. Like it's not all on me. And again, this has been a thing that is a huge priority in Hispanic culture. Um, a man can sit down and relax and work all day, but come home and have his meals, his house clean, even if a woman goes to work all day and comes home exhausted as well. And um, one of my coworkers was talking about that with me today, you know, how there was uh, like some sort of argument, you know, about that. Um, and obviously I don't want to get into her business on here, but um, yeah, like it's not okay for a man to think that way because we get tired too, you guys. Like it's not, there's there's no difference in obviously your labor may be a little more difficult or whatever, but we all get tired and we can all do the same duties, you know, like Again, I don't want to teach whenever my son is making a mess, you know, throwing toys all over the place. I don't go and pick up his toys and um, leave everything neat for him, you know, so he can just destroy it all over again. Because I feel like in that way, I'm just teaching him like, oh, mom is always going to pick up my stuff. No, I'm like, okay, pick up all your toys. And he does so. Um, if I am cooking and he sees me making breakfast, he's like, mommy, mommy, I want to help you make breakfast. And he comes and helps me. So why not? I also want him to be able to show his emotions if he wants to cry. If he's because obviously like men have feelings too. It's not it's not okay for us to not think that, you know, men can't cry or men can't feel some sort of way. Men can't feel upset. Like they always have this like just machismo where they're like, you know, I, I can't cry because I'm a man or I can't it's okay. And we need to normalize these things. Men have emotions. Men have feelings just as women do. Like there is no difference. A woman can cry. A man can cry. A man can feel things. A woman can feel things. So if my son comes to me crying, like I'm going to come for him just like I would a daughter because I've seen a lot of Hispanic parents, you know, um, be like, oh, you can't cry, you know, uh, se fuerte, se macho, se hombre, like, you know, like things like that, little comments that can get to you, like you're not manly enough if you don't do this or you're not womanly enough if you don't do certain things. And <clears throat> that to me, in my opinion, is just wrong. Again, it's sexist. Like I don't agree with that. And I love, love, love the Hispanic Latin culture, but there are things like this that obviously trigger me that have um, affected kind of me in my childhood um, enough to make me want to be a better mother and change these things. That's why I am, you know, talking about this, breaking this generational curse, because in my opinion, I, this is not what I want for my family. This is not what I want for my son. Um, a lot of things I, of course, I'm going to keep on with the traditions of the Latin, Hispanic, Mexican, you know, community culture, because I love being Mexican. I love um, being Hispanic. But there are things like this that just, I don't know, they really just get me in some sort of feeling where I'm like, no, this is not okay. This is not what I want for my kids, for my future. Um, I don't want my kid to feel this way. I, I'm tired of feeling this way. I want to be able to do, you know, the things that I love, to, to talk to the people, all sorts of people, to um, love everyone. And of course, uh, Hispanics love everyone and all of these things. But 
<clears throat> for the most part, this is like a thing that a lot of Hispanic people, I feel like I'm speaking a lot on the, you know, Hispanic uh, younger generation, you know, I'm 24 years old. And I know that um, when I was little, a lot of these things were things that I saw and maybe not even specifically in my parents, but in other people's families, um, being able to witness that. I mean, that that's that's sad, you know, seeing things like that, um, how, you know, there's a line that you can't cross between a man and a woman, like, um, you know, the things that they can and can't do. So I feel like we're in 2021. Again, a lot of things that a man can do, a woman can do. And I don't know, I, I just see things so differently now. So I just really do feel like I can speak for my generation. A lot of people can agree with me on this topic. It's just hard to open up about it again, because of our tradition and our culture. It's like things have to be the way that they were back then and how it worked out for my parents. And so, I don't know, just a really interesting topic that I can truly go on and on and on for. But I think I'm going to wrap up this episode here. I'd really like to hear what you guys think. Um, if you guys want to conversate with me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is Veronica DLT underscore and my YouTube channel where I post vlogs is Veronica Del Torre. So follow me on there. Keep up with me. I'd like to hear what you guys think about this. Um, if you dealt with this, any stories or anything that you have from your family situations that you went through, things that you've seen, how you want to do things differently or anything like that, or just to talk, I'm always here. Um, so I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you.